Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo, man, it's your time. And fuck poverty. This money, man. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Phil and Leroy, the Judgmental Podcast. What's up, everybody? This your boy, Phil. And I'm Leroy. So how you doing, Phil? I'm chilling, chilling. Just a little tired. Okay. Oh, what y'all having? A barbecue this Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, we're going to barbecue tomorrow. Okay, good. good. Nothing big, though. Just us. You know. Mm-hmm. Good. Why are you coming over? Um, ribs. I'm out. Is it vegetarian ribs? I ain't never heard of no such thing. Yeah, it's vegetarian ribs. Oh, shit. <laughs> type of fake food coming out in this world. <laughs> well, let's get to it. Uh, we gonna go to uh, but this is like a a story that they're not really talking about on the national news. Uh, Indianola, Mississippi, eleven year old Adrian Murdy was shot by police. <laughs> the little boy that called the cops, right? After he called Dabba Wolf for help. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why this is not like a big story. Right. Uh, well, we'll get to it. Here's the video. Well, this is the first video where they're breaking down, you know, what happened and everything. So uh, here's the first report. Tonight, an investigation is underway after an 11-year-old Mississippi boy was shot by a police officer during a domestic disturbance call last weekend. The family of Adarian Murray is calling on the officer to be fired and charged. CBS's Omar Villafranca reports community members want the police body cam footage to be released. He's out of the hospital. Hey, look he took the picture with uh, my, the young man can't smile. He got a hole in his fucking chest. You be smiling? Yeah, but you know they told him not to do, not to smile or anything with this picture. Man, he ain't going to be smiling anyway. He just got he, blasted by the cops. Right. smiling for it. Yeah, okay. He all they, bandaged up and shit. He's supposed to be cheesing. Yeah, he's a child. No. So no. they told he's, he's I, upset. I, I guarantee you that lawyer there told him, don't smile. No, he didn't. But 11. Yes, he did. And you're old at dairy. They're going to milk this whatsoever. It's the mom's fault. I mean, matter of fact, this is going to be the name of the episode. It ain't my fault because we're going to have some stories here where uh, the people that's culpable. They, they don't, they're not going to admit to doing anything wrong. It's her well, fault. Murray. From what I get on this story, is the cops' fault. It's not the mom's fault. Yes, it is because, the, well, you'll see. Still has bandages where he was shot in the chest by an Indianola, Mississippi police officer last week. His mother, Nikayla Murray, remembers the chaos and confusion while holding her bleeding son. He was, he started singing gospel. He started praying. We started praying. We're very, religious did you okay. so sure. did <laughs> so did the 11 year old start singing gospel phil no <laughs> i think your son was gonna die at that moment i didn't know the murray family staged a sit-in today at indianola city hall demanding police release body cam footage of the incident Murray says her son called 911 after an irate ex-boyfriend showed up to her house. When officers arrived, family attorney Carlos Moore said Indianola police banged on the door and ordered everyone inside the house out. 
he went out of his room and went towards the living room. As soon as he got in the living room, he got shot by that same officer that told him to come out. He didn't have anything in his hands or armed or nothing. He had nothing. Moore and local media have identified the man who shot Murray as Officer Greg Capers, who once received the Officer of the Year award. Oh, it's a black cop, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's why it's not news. Is uh, news? It's not big news as it should be because it, it wasn't a white cop. If it was a white cop, Black Lives Matter and uh, Benjamin Crump and all of them would have been running down there. But since it's a black guy, they're not really talking about it like they should. I don't understand it because they still should be down there. The Murray family says they're not going anywhere until justice is served. And look at this little small protest. It's like, <laughs> look well, how it's a small town. What you expect? Okay, but like I said, if it was a white cop, they all would have been down there. Yeah, but uh, if it's a small town, there's not that many black people in the town anyway, probably. Family deserves answers, and they deserve it sooner than later. You had an 11-year-old boy come within an inch of losing his life. We tried to reach Capers, but couldn't get in contact with him. We also reached out to the Indianola police chief, but he did not want to talk to us. The police department says they are not releasing that body cam video because it is part of an active investigation. Nora? Omar Villafranca, thank you. All right, now the story is the boyfriend was hanging out the window, knocked a banged on the window at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, the boyfriend is one of her kids' his father's. So he came in the house hooting, hooting and howling. I guess they was arguing or whatever. And the little boy heard it, heard the commotion, and he called the cops and he called his grandmother. And and uh, so so uh, the the, that's the the cop and the grandmother like pro probably came there at the same time. Mm -hmm. And and that's what happened when uh, I guess the, the the cop was getting them all out the house, and that's when he had shot shot the kid. But my thing is, why I said it's her fault is because why would you allow that atmosphere going on at four o'clock? Right. She probably shouldn't. Open it. How did he get in? Did she open the door and let him in? Yes. Oh, well, shit. And I still the cop. OK, I'll give her 10 percent of the blame for the no. other fucking 90 percent. Still the cop. Why is you shooting an 11 year old boy? Oh, it ain't my fault. That's going to be the name of the episode. It's a whole no, lot of people. Did. It ain't Not my fault. This case. Now, when it's their fault, I'll be first one to blame them. It's not for, in this case. The it, cop shot a four-year-old no, with nothing in his hand. Like, what is that about? I okay, what time it was. Okay, Why did the cop draw on him like that? Okay, but if all this shit, if the mom didn't put him in that atmosphere, he wouldn't have had to call the police. Right, but still. So what's her fault? But still, the cop shouldn't have shot an 11-year-old boy, so I don't blame that. I, the I see your point. That. That's the second step. That's the second step. The first step, what the fuck is the cop doing there from the jump anyway? Because the mom let all that shit go down. Well, she she should she shouldn't have let him in, and she shouldn't have been dealing with nobody at four o'clock in the morning banging in on the, on the outside the door. She could have just called the cops without letting them in, but still, the cop had no reason, no justification for shooting that eleven year old boy, and that's all on the cop and not the mom. Yeah, like I said, maybe you can get a mom ten percent because she let the the, the crazy boyfriend in, mm -hmm. but the other ninety percent is all on the cop. And they are uh, very church oriented. You don't believe mm -hmm. it. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, crying and talking crazy and not a tear rolling out her face. Uh, yeah, well, you you all you always said, oh, of course, of course. Well, here's a uh, this is one is on Good Morning America where the a mom and a lawyer is doing the interview. 
Many questions and calls for answers after 11-year-old Darian Murray was shot by an Indianola, Mississippi police officer early Saturday. Police were responding to a domestic disturbance call, rather, at the boys' home. Joining us now for a GMA3 exclusive interview, Darian's mother, Nikayla Murray, and the family's attorney, Carlos Moore. Thank you both for joining us. Nikayla, I want to start with you. Your son was just released from the hospital yesterday. How is he doing? Um, he's doing well considering the fact um, he's blessed to be home today for to be shot on Saturday. He's in a pain, but overall, he's doing well. Nikayla, walk us through what happened Saturday morning. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me. So Saturday morning around 4 a.m., um, I was in the bed sleep with my daughter and my nephew. My son was in his room. Um, I heard a knock on my window. It was my child's father, I, uh, my daughter's father. I went to the door um, to see, you know, open it up to see what he wanted. And I noticed he was kind of irate. And from dealing with him in the... Uh, do you think he was going to talk nicely to you at 4 o'clock? He either was upset or he wanted some. Why should you let him in? I still don't understand that. If he banging on the window, you could have talked to him from the window if he acting crazy. And it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. He either wanted some or he was or he had to argue about something. And nine times out of ten, he probably was either drunk or high. Mm -hmm. It ain't my fault. Has. I know the irate version of him, what it could lead to. Oh, so she knows he was irate. She but she let still him let him in. <laughs> See what I mean? Well, that's um, what I said. It don't it don't justify the cop though. The cop didn't have to shoot it, the ten year old. It doesn't justify the cop. I'm on you. I'm on you. I'm I'm on your side on that point. But the cop so, shouldn't have been there from the jump. That's my my point. Well, she she shouldn't have all these kids with different baby dads. You can take it further step. <laughs> hey, look, it's Mississippi, so you know. And Mississippi is uh, is one of the poorest towns in America. The Brett Favre uh, uh, place where they stole Indiana that money. Lola, I never even heard of the little town where they stole that money. <laughs> so we saw Brett Favre and your boy uh, Ted DiBiase. I didn't leave a room you for a minute. <laughs> he was study talking. I read. Um, at the moment, the kids were still in their bedrooms. Um, they were asleep at the moment, but my son was up at first. I did hear his head, boy. That's how I knew he was up. So uh, he wasn't up, ma'am. All that hooting and hollering. That's what made him get, uh, exactly. get up. I have anxiety. So I throw up when I'm nervous. So at the moment I was throwing up, I went to the bathroom and I saw my son peeking from under the cover. I went and gave him his phone out my bedroom while I was getting a towel to clean up the mess I made. Yeah, she should have never did this interview because it ain't looking good on her side. Yeah, and a lot of extra shit in here that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Uh, about the anxiety and throwing uh -huh. up. Okay, so the dude was irate at the door. You let him in. He's in the house irate, freaking the damn kids out. You were in the bathroom throwing up. That would freak, his, that would freak the son out. And I told him to call my mom. He called the police first, and then he called my mom. Um, the police came. My mom also called the police when he called her. Um, Why didn't she call the cop without letting him in? It ain't my fault. <laughs> the police came at that moment. It was a minute. They were op hollering, open the door, open the door. Um, when I opened it, his gun was up. He was telling me to come out. 
I went out, um, I got out the way, I walked to the, towards the end of my driveway where my mom was, and I heard a shot, and I saw my son run. Now, did this woman, uh, again, I'm not on the cop side. Now, this woman, did she, when she came outside and the guy had his gun drawn, there's, there's, there's fucking kids in the house. Did you tell the cop that, like, oh, whoa, wait a minute, man, there's it's children in here. Hey, not that, I'm talk, not giving the cop an always, excuse. Don't we always talk about that self-preservation? Right. I'm not giving the cop excuse. She should have never came out the house with her kids. Leaving her kids in there with a dude acting crazy and see the cop got a gun. When you come out, you come out with your kids. That's true, too. That's true, too. Because they'll, I'll be like, whoa, it's, you got your gun out, man. There's kids in here. Everybody in here is children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, no more interviews, ma'am. On out towards the where we were he ran from and then she's like all the way at the end of the damn driveway when the kids yep. in the house where the cop got his gun out mm. come on now from the inside of the house all the way out to where we were in this when he felt bleeding shot and i put pressure on the the I put pressure on it to stop the hips. Oh, by the way, uh, she uh, she's destroyed, you know, and everything. But she had enough time to put some big, fake, dumb eyelashes and that weave on top. Well, she I give her pass on the weave because she probably already had it. But she had woke up and say, whoa, we going to a protest. Let me get these eyelashes. <laughs> Let me think about the eyelashes, right? That's all she's thinking about. <laughs> stop the bleeding. It bleeding so much. I asked the cop. I thought... What happened, you know, he told me he shot my son that he thought he didn't know he came around a corner. He, you know, there were no real explanations of what happened. And it just basically went and started from there. Uh, Carlos, the Mississippi Bureau of... And that's another thing, like you said, why they ain't all together? Why is he in the... They out, she out the house and he in the damn corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not making an excuse for the When a for cop pulled up at the front door and he said, everybody coming out the house, she should have had her kids with her and came out the house. Right. Like you said, she left all the kids in there. She always at the end of the driveway with her kids in the house and this guy go, going in there with a gun. Right. Investigations is currently investigating what happened. We know the police officer has been suspended. What are you and the family hoping happens here? We're hoping that the city of Indianola immediately terminates Officer Greg Capers. Uh, there's no justification for shooting this unarmed 11-year-old uh, black young child uh, in the chest. Uh, so we want Capers gone. Uh, suspension with pay is a vacation with pay after doing something so egregious. Well, that's true. Yeah, and they always, like, uh, they always suspend them with pay. Like, okay, now they can kick their feet up and they still getting paid. Exactly. I can be sitting in my house chilling and still getting paid. Mm-hmm. And so we want the chief of police also, Ronald Sampson, immediately terminated. We also want to get the body camera footage. What did the chief do that needs to be termed? That's why he needs to be terminated. Probably withholding the body camera footage okay. because he make the call on that. And they, they always quick. The, when they in the right, that video come out real quick. When they in the wrong, you got to fight for them to release that video. Mm -hmm. And we want prosecution for aggravated assault. Carlos, is there a situation or is there a possibility that the officer may have mistaken the 11-year-old for a man? Is that even possible? It's not possible for a reasonable uh, trained cop 
to perceive, to misperceive um, a child as a man. Uh, this child looks like a child. Time, the other, the other way around with the uh, cop. The who was the kid? Twelve playing in the playground, and he yeah. went right up and lit his ass up, talking about he was a big kid. Yeah. He's very short in statue. It's very thin. There's no way he could have been confused for a man. Okay, and you guys are on your way to a, a protest that starts after this interview. What are you asking for? What are you demanding for now? We're demanding justice. We want justice now, not later. We want immediate termination. We want prosecution. And we want the family to get some answers. We want to see that body cam footage. Michaela Murray and Carlos Moore, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Yeah, no, no more interviews for her because she didn't come off right. You, you in the, you in the bathroom throwing up the it young. Sound man. right. So if the dude is irate and crazy outside. She let him in. He's still going crazy and irate. So you go in the bathroom and throw up. Right. And get your, and get your son the phone. Hey, call nine one one or whatever. Uh, no, call your, mo- oh, call your mom. Call my mom. Yeah. 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 Call my the story mom. Don't sound. The story don't sound right. Right. And what was the mom going to do? Exactly what she did. Call the cops. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, why didn't she keep that nigga outside and call the cops without letting them in? Right. Hey, it ain't my fault. And we gonna continue on. It ain't my fault. We gonna we going to Philadelphia, PA, <laughs> where video captures frantic moments when a teen steals an SUV with a child inside in Tacoma. Here's the report. <laughs> Frantic moments right there in the Philadelphia neighborhood when a man steals a car with a young a man. And you ever see how they always try to act like uh, uh, kids are like uh, older than they are? They only uh, do with our kids. Yeah. <laughs> young child still inside. Parents and neighbors go running. That was a teenager walking around with a damn book bag. The, the kid was probably walking home from school and was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. I got me a win right here. To save the one-year-old who was sitting in the back seat. It is Tuesday night. I'm Gray Hall with Shari Williams and the big story on Action News are those terrifying moments for a family in the city's Tacony neighborhood. It appears to be a crime of opportunity after the young child was left inside of this car alone. Action News reporter Bob Brooks joining us now live at the Philadelphia Police Headquarters tonight. You've got the details and Bob, uh, this could have been much worse. Shari and Gray, all I can say is this could have been an absolute disaster. The car stolen by teens with a toddler in it and the mother was watching. But it turns out these suspects, these teenagers had a last second change of heart. This is the start of a mother's nightmare. Her car is parked in the middle of the 4100 block of Gillum Street in Tacony. Her 14-month-old toddler was in the car. But then you see a teen walk up to the door, get in and take off. You see her run after the car on the street with several others following behind. We spoke with that mother tonight. She's Regina Padilla. Dropping off my kids to visit my grandmother and taking the two-year-old up the, up the steps. She says... Your fault, ma'am. You left the car running with the keys. You left the keys inside in the car running. But you don't do no shit like that when you outside a car like that. And I don't think she was on the porch. I think she was inside. Mm-hmm. And this is because it took her a while to get around down the steps and around that t- curb. That tell me she was probably indoors and not up the steps like she's saying. If she was up the steps, she'd have been right there at the steps. 
Right. She and went inside, was in there bullshitting, and it's a skinny street, so cars can't even get around her. And she got the baby in there with the keys in there just chilling. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, uh, what, what Philip said, ladies and gentlemen. It, this is a small street, and she's double parked in the street with a car running, the keys inside, and a car running with a baby inside. I don't care what neighborhood you're in. You don't do, do no shit like that. Somebody, I don't care what neighborhood, because you could be just be in there. Ch- somebody could have been in the bushes and just walking down the street. And like, oh, shit. There's a car running with the keys inside. And lucky it was a kid and not a fucking crazy person that would have took the kid and don't care if it's a kid back there. Right. She made eye contact with the suspect right before it happened. I was terrified. I was terrified. made I was eye contact, then why you ain't start walking towards your car? Like, oh shit, what this boy doing? Right. I just kept screaming, my baby, my baby, in hopes that he would stop. And thank God he did. What turn- All right, you want to go and say uh, she was acting like she was crying with no tears? Yeah, that's why she got the glasses on. She's full of shit. <laughs> and and yeah. I think when they do dumb shit like this, they should be charged. You, you know what I mean? All right. Something. It ain't got to be like some jail time or something. Some type of fine or something. You left your kid it's in the just- car and the car running in the middle of a skinny street that can't no other car get past. Right. Suspect had a change of heart indeed. He only got a few yards up the street before he put it in park and took off. I ripped open the door to get to her, and my neighbor continued running after the, the kid. I kept on chasing after the and Why do they keep saying two kids? Where it, When did he pick up another kid? Because as soon as he took off, he, they jumped out. Well, he jumped out. Right. They they said that in the in uh, uh in a newspaper, the Inquirer uh, article on it also. He that said it was right here too. That's what I'm saying. They keep yeah. talking about two kids. Unless he caught up with somebody and then he he ran with him. Or maybe like when they when he got out of camera range, like you said, yeah. somebody else jumped in. I don't think it? nobody else jumped in the car. It was too fast. I don't know what I was going to do, but I kept chasing him. And this is Lady, you ain't gonna do nothing. the beautiful baby girl. She's safe and sound. And for her parents, that's really all that matters tonight. It was a bit of terrible scare, but, you know, God is good that we... There's still a happy ending to it. Well, if I'm the father, I wouldn't do no TV interview. And I'd have been on the mother from the jump. I've been on my wife from the jump. Why would you do something like that? You leave the keys and with the keys in the car with the car running to be in the house somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if you had to do something like that, turn the key, turn the car off and take the keys out. You know, like, she like said that. she just started going up the steps. Now, how long was this video when the car was just sitting there with not her around? Because if she just went up the steps, we'd have seen her on the video. The man right. came all the way from down the street, walked up there. She didn't know where to be seen. She was in the house. Right. So I'm like, nope, I'm not doing no interviews. I'd have been knowing her ass from the jump. Because it's her fault. Like I said, and it ain't my fault. We going to blame the kid that the kid looked like to me like he got a, got himself a win. Like, oh, shit. I, here's a car right here running. All I right, can't so we, be got, we got 10% her fault on the first one, 100% on this one. <laughs> the kid like, oh, shit, I got me a win here. Mm-hmm. Like, where don't you know where you at? You ain't too far from Kensington. Yeah, but it ain't the point of the neighborhood. You don't do that anyway. Anyway, yeah, but but that neighborhood, like, come on, they got zombie town and all that type of shit. <laughs> I think this is okay to do something like this to take someone else's property, whether they knew there was a child in the car or not. I hope this is a wake up call to them. It ain't no wake up call for you, right? It ain't a wake up call for them. They, hey, look, like I said, he, my young man, just thought he got himself a win. Mm-hmm. She need a wake up call if anybody need a wake up call. Okay, Shari, as for the suspects, there are two of them. The one that stole the car, police believe there was an accomplice on foot. They think these teens 
are around 18 years old. Again, they took off on good. And they, there they go. All well, and, and they do that. They do that to justify when they shoot them. And then they can say, well, hey, I thought it was a grown person. You know what I mean? Right. How Bullshit. do you know How do you know that young man was 18? Mm-hmm. From that video, I can't tell. He looked younger than, he looked like 14, 15 to me. Mm-hmm. I tell you, that's what they do. <laughs> What Philadelphia police ask if anyone knows who they are, they give them a call. Tonight we're live outside Philadelphia police headquarters. All right, so what are we gonna do with this mom here that had the keys in the car and the car running? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> Spot Brooks for Action News at ten on PHL seventeen. Shari. Yeah, it ain't my fault. It's somebody else's. It ain't my fault. <laughs> All right, the next report, we go on to Colorado Springs, Colorado. 31-year-old Andrea Serrano was given 90 days in jail for sexually assaulting a 13-year-old whom she had a baby by. Here's the, uh, the, well, one is the report and the other one is the updated uh, version. So here's the first report. Uh, The first report has the mom of the child, uh, the 13-year-old interviewed. A 31-year-old woman who admits to having sex with a 13-year-old boy and then becoming pregnant with his child won't face any jail time under a plea deal with prosecutors. 11 Call for Action investigative reporter Matt Kroschel is joining us live tonight. Matt, 31-year-old Andrea Serrano was facing sexual assault charges but accepted this new plea deal to stay out of prison. Ain't that great? Must be nice. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. She don't bang. She banging the door a uh, thirteen-year-old, and you know they bang more than once. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what was you about to say? No, I was just gonna say our loss is fucked up. Anytime this now, because if the roles was reversed and it was a guy banging a thirteen-year-old girl, his ass be buried in the jail. They'd be wanting him to get the fucking electric chair. Right, and they gave her a damn plea deal. Ninety days. That's it, huh? Mm-hmm. And she sat here and had sex and got pregnant by a thirteen-year-old. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm strong. Gave birth to a baby boy. She admitted to having sex with that 13 year old. The victim's mother, who we're not going to identify in this story, tells us she is not happy with this deal offered to a woman she says ruined her son's life. I feel like my son's robbed of his childhood. Now he's having to be a father. Now, now this is again, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first report with the plea deal. The plea deal was for her not, not going to jail. And I'll, I'll uh, update it after this. He, he's a victim, and he's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. This mother says watching her son struggle with the reality he now faces breaks her heart. What has this been like for your son? Um, it's caused him a lot of depression. He's um, shut down a lot. Now she got a depression because he's not getting any anymore from yeah, her. He's, he's but, chilling. Ain't nothing wrong with him. He, no, he's down because they ain't banging no more. A 13-year-old. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> that was his girlfriend, right? Yes, uh, in his in his head, it was. That's what I'm talking about, because like I say, they ain't. It wasn't no just one time thing. They was banging all the time. Mm-hmm. Questions why this woman won't face prison time? Uh, I feel like if she was a man and he was a little girl, it would definitely be different. They would be seeking incarceration. What Philip said, because <laughs> it's true. You know what I mean. And they never and, say that when it's this type of situation, only when they're mad when it happened to them. How about y'all all get together and, and protest law, law changes and shit? I feel like because she's a woman, they're not. They're having compassion for her because she was pregnant. 
But I don't think they take into play again. She was pregnant by a child. You know, that child was created from a sexual abuse. Under terms of the plea deal, the suspect said, signed Please off don't say rape on camera. Mm-hmm. She'll be required to register as a sex offender, and the judge could sentence her to 10 years to life of sex offender intensive supervised probation. But Serrano will avoid any jail time since the DA's office dropped the original charges to a lesser charge that does not come with mandatory jail time. What should other parents be looking for? Don't trust anybody, honestly. I mean, you can't trust anybody now. Uh, she was a, a family friend. Mm, I bet she was. <laughs> it, it's funny because back in the day when we were younger, it wasn't all the sexual assault stuff. It was rape. You know what I mean? Right. Now, now they say sexual assault and they don't want you to use the word rape because it is a big broad of things. You can fucking smack a girl on her butt walking past her and that's a sexual assault. Exactly. So how can you bottle that up with, with rape? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they doing some slick shit with the uh the way they word it. Now you can't even say it on like social media or nothing. They'll fucking block you or, or if you type it in, they'll erase that joint and everything. They don't want you to say that word on nowhere. Right. The victim's family says they are looking for the next steps in this case, and they'll actually ask the courts to give custody to the 13-year-old of this baby. Adam and Lindsay, what we do know is that Serrano has a, a hearing coming up in May where she will learn how much probation time she'll have. Currently, Serrano has full custody of the baby. So they gave a pedophile. Baby, I, ain't, I thought she said pregnant. I didn't know she had the baby. Yeah, they gave a pedophile. Uh, uh, down. She's a, a registered pedophile now. She's a sex offender and all that stuff. They gave her a baby. Why would you trust a pet a, a known pedophile with a, a baby? She's probably she's probably not have to register. No, they said it. She it has don't matter. It don't matter because if she still got the kid, then she probably don't because she's going to be around other kids. She's going to take that kid to the playground. She's going to take that kid to daycare and all this stuff. And you can't do that if you're a registered sex offender. So that tells me they probably just tell him us that, but she probably really not have to register. Well, the update is they went to they went to court. What they said in May when it was come, they was going back to court in May. Uh, they went to court, and uh, uh, the mom, the mom here that you that you heard in this uh, piece had told the judge about uh, um, she needs more uh, more punishment, and that's why they they got the night in jail because first she wasn't going to jail, right. So they, they they rescinded the plea deal and gave her ninety days. Here here's a little twenty second uh, update. There's still some about bullshit. The Fountain mother who had a child with a 13-year-old was sentenced today. 31-year-old Andrea Serrano is heading to jail for the next three months. KRDO News Channel 13. Three months was mean. She's probably only going to do like 15 days. <laughs> uh, uh, a month. I give her a month. Right. I mean, what the hell? Is that even uh, worth the time for the jail to do all the processing and booking if she's only going to be there for nine? She's not going to be there for nine days. They're going to let her out for good behavior because if I'm her, I'm just going to be sitting in my cell all day. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm only going to go out to eat and stuff. She'll be out in like 30 days. You watch. Scott Harrison is live in the newsroom to explain the judge's decision this week. Scott. Well, by pleading guilty to incest, Andrea Serrano is avoiding a conviction on the more serious charge. Uh, that's it. Um, cause they had one out there. Uh, yeah, she, um, she, the, they rescinded that of no jail and gave her 90 days, which was, oh boy, it's so great. Uh, a, a damn pedophile who was who was having uh, sex with a 13 year old. Hey, that's the way the laws work.
Slap on the wrist and shit for them. All right, now we we now we just talked about Andrea, who was uh 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 chasing down a thirteen year old boy. Now we got a teacher here that's gnawing on your daughters. We're going to San Diego, San Antonio, Texas. Stephanie Woods, a twenty year old biology teacher and coach, was arrested for allegedly improper relationship with a student. Here's the Pretty report. Sure, she teaches some biology, boy. Uh huh. Thank you, sir. A local woman who spent her days in the classroom is now headed for a courtroom. The Northside School District teacher and coach is accused of having an inappropriate relationship with a student. Katrina Weber is live downtown with more details on her arrest. What's her status when it comes to her job, Katrina? This fool then asked, now she got, uh, uh, <laughs> she was rolling around with a student at school, and this guy going to ask, what's the status of her job? <laughs> Well, in a note that was sent home to parents yesterday, the school principal said that this now criminal suspect is on administrative leave. She's been on administrative leave since last Friday, but things are still developing and this event. And she's doing this, her report from a damn airport, I assume, because damn, or a highway, right, or a highway or some shit. Investigation is still ongoing. For now, it looks like 28-year-old Stephanie Woods is at home. Records show that she was released on bond. At home chilling, huh? Mm-hmm. After her arrest yesterday afternoon. Well, why they got to be on ministry? How about they fired the ass? Well, uh, she was only arrested for the uh, uh, the crime. She wasn't. She hasn't been trialed yet. Because Okay, but wonder, wonder if, okay, you fire her and all that stuff. And suppose, let's just say they all made it up. Now that now she can sue sue the school for doing well, that. Well, yeah, well, I guess. But it's just like anything. Like you get arrested with some drugs, and then you get locked up, and then your job fire you. Same shit. Well, well the job will fire you. You said arrested. Yeah. Are you are you sitting in jail? Well, I'm saying you got arrested that night because they found some shit in your pocket or in your car or whatever. Your job will fire you if word got back to them. Let's say you make you miss it on Monday, and somebody say, "Oh, you got arrested for selling drugs or something." You be you still ain't get found guilty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you'll still lose your job. Right. Well, you know, they can't really uh uh they can do that, but you know, you can really go and go and sue if uh because let's just say like it, it wasn't your drugs and, and or something. They'll come out of one of your drugs and you got fired. Yeah, and you lost your time, you lost your job for nothing. Putting yourself in that situation. Well, look, look at our boy Jonathan Majors. He get fired left and right, and they ain't found him guilty. Woods, a biology teacher and tennis and basketball coach at Warren High School, is accused of having an improper relationship with a 17-year-old girl. It says a friend of the girl first reported this to a therapist. Then San Antonio police found out about it. The affidavit. See, I believe that they she was in a a, a trial relationship. because why would the friend say something to her therapist about about her girl banging banging the, right, uh, the right. teacher? I believe that the teacher was talking to both of them, mm-hmm. and, uh, she, and that's, that's the one that got mad. Yep, and and she started messing around with the 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 the, the one she was having relationship with, and that girl got mad, like you said, and told the therapist mm-hmm. because that don't make any. If if I'm going to therapy, I'm not talking about anybody other and than myself. Talking to about your problems and shit. Right. You sitting there talking about a friend and what is she doing? Right. 
And so, you know, the therapist, she had to tell the cops, you know, you can't uh, uh, sit on anything like that. Davis says the teen later told police she had been involved with Woods since late last year and had even spent nights in her home. Of course you spent nights. That's the damn relationship y'all was having. The police say they found evidence of that, uh, to, evidence to back that up in the girl's phone. And again, Woods was arrested yesterday. She is out on bond. Reporting live downtown, Katrina See, they Weber, got enough evidence. They got the messages and all this shit. So they could have locked her up in Capra, but of course she's chilling. <laughs> 12 News. Keep up to date. Oh, uh, you funny. <laughs> 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 well, uh, we go, we go get in some sports. We got game six tonight. Uh, Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics at Miami. And Miami better pull this out tonight. It's the night, right? Yeah, it's the night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they better pull this out tonight because uh, you don't want to go in Game Seven in Boston. What's your thoughts on this game? Uh, I like Miami before they went down, and and what was it down three? Uh, what was it down two nothing? They lost both home games. Then they what was it? What was it? I think they. I think it was down three nothing, wasn't they? Yes, they was yeah. up. They was up three nothing. You you mean uh, Miami? Boston, no Boston. Oh, okay, they all right. Down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so I always thought Miami was playing as a better team than them. They got some good players, but their players haven't been showing up. Tatum mm-hmm. shoot a lot, and Brown, he'll drop 21 at halftime, then finish the game with 22. <laughs> so the inconsistency, in, I don't know where the head is at. So uh-huh. like, like they said, they got the momentum now. So if they go down here and, and win another one, man. Yeah. This would be disaster for Miami. Right. That'd be one of the biggest choke jobs they're going to be talking about this one. Right. Now, if Miami lose this series, is Eric Spilosa getting fired? No. It's like Pat Riley's fucking stepson. Yeah. Is Pat Riley still in in, in it with that? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Because they said, who was that who just did an interview? And he was like, yeah, I love uh, playing in Miami because uh, it's like we have two coaches. We got the legend Pat Riley. He's at the practices and stuff and coaching us. And then you have Spilosha. So he's still around and really hands-on. So P- Pat Riley is the real coach. And he just gave the information to Eric and he just relates well, it to everybody. No, no, no. I think it started that way. But now he's trying to, like, groom him up. Because remember when Spilosha came in, he was a young boy. I think he was, like, the fucking equipment manager. Equipment, yeah, equipment yeah. manager, some shit, washing towels or some shit. Yeah. And I think, like I said, so I think he married Pat Riley's daughter or something. So he got to look out for him because you want to make sure your daughter's Did right. he marry him? Are you, no, are you saying, saying that? Oh, okay, no. good. It got to be something because what, what what guy like that would promote this dude like that that fast and give him, like, that position? You know what I mean? And right. put him in a, a position to, you know, win the championship. Mm-hmm. So it got as their their relationship is real tight. So it got to be something more to it than that. Uh, he has three championships, right? Uh, um, Shaq, Shaq and Wade, and you have the LeBron. That was two with LeBron, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, That'd so he has three. Yeah. He has three championships. Then, yeah, ain't that great? You go from a cra- uh, equipment manager to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. A three-time NBA sh- <laughs> That's like Hall of Fame shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> three times. A mm-hmm. life great. So who you have in this series? I got Boston. I won in Miami, and I thought Miami was the better team. But by the way they lost them, them, them games like that at home, I just was like, damn. Mm-hmm. 
All right, y'all. Thank you for listening to us. You can reach the judgment <laughs> on <song. laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. You can reach the judgment on so Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and and uh, YouTube at PNL Judgmentals, Instagram at the two underscores judgmentals, or you can email us at PNL Judgmentals at gmail.com. All right, uh, I think he was just laughing at me because uh, how I just shitted on a movie like that. Because <laughs> you funny as shit. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, peace out. That's why I produce the track. Don't wonder where my crew is at. They'll be back. Niggas see me walking on the block and look like, who is that? Who is that? People always want to know where my friends is at. Like, we attach. I don't need no crew to produce the same effect. How lame is that? Niggas say that we.